um, yeah, yeah, it's right so, there. I grab my coffee from there every small, every small world. Um, Zach's a video here from Boston Speaks Up. I'm uh, grateful to be here today with Roman Hakez. That's right. I got it. Yes, you Hakez. did. Hakez. Yeah. Hakez. Pleasure to um, be here. Which is spelled J-A-Q-U-E-Z. And I could have butchered and said Jack has, but it's, it's as my wife told me coming in too, she's Puerto Rican. She's like, it's a ha, it's a ha, hakas. That's yeah. right. That's right. She got right. it right. Yeah. Got it right. Um, and this is, this is cool. Um, for, and, and a special podcast for me on many levels. You currently live in Methuen, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. That's where I grew up. You are doing an amazing program to help teach youth in Lawrence, Massachusetts, uh, empower them with computer science. That's where my wife grew up and uh and she actually used to do some some programs we'll get into later actually that may be similar back in the day like she never computer and, and she would go to <laughs> lawrence uh public library and get access to a computer for an hour a week through a program um and you know some of the some of the things that you're doing through your work with snapchat and the snap uh lens studio and how you're sort of transferring that knowledge to young people and uh, particularly, I like this about your responses coming into, you know, the pre-podcast questionnaire we did. I love how you made this connection because it, 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 it totally made sense to me that it, it helps relate to young people, their connection to like a brand and a, and a consumer app like Snapchat that they're actually working on and participating in uh, the creation of AR lenses that go into that sort of a prominent app that's so permeated culture um, helps make real what those ones and zeros can mean to them in the future. Right? That, that is that is totally right. Yeah. And one thing that it's worth noting is that again, our our youth uh, today they're becoming such like active, uh, like active consumers of this media. But instead, what we want to do with this uh, initiative is to make them active contributors. Right on. So they do consume; uh, uh, they're part of the social media platform, and they identify with it. But this is something that they could use again, not only for uh, uh, also expressing themselves, but contributing to uh, again uh, such a bigger. Uh, a thing that you know technology in per, uh, per se and this tool that's what i i keep describing that it has so many things uh beyond what just snapchat represents because again through this tool they again they feel identified uh they can uh, reach out to other people but at the same time they learn the skills of the future uh, stuff that not only you know well, they, they would have fun using like snapchat and, and consuming it but unconsciously they're like learning uh, great uh, knowledge that will put them in the right path for the future so when you're talking about augmented reality computer vision graphic design 3d modeling all that uh, coding all that is combined within lens studio mm -hmm. and they unconsciously f feeling like oh look i'm having fun uh playing with this but unconsciously they're learning like invaluable uh uh, uh you know knowledge that's amazing so let's double click on this for for a second and we can and then i kind of want to go back and go through your background so how is it that you got involved with snapchat Good question. Um, so uh, actually, Snapchat reached out to me uh, based on, again, some of the content that I started putting out there. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I'm not such a prolific content creator, but 
all I wanted to do was express myself, putting uh, like uh, some of those things that I was creating, like artistic pieces and and things that I that I created myself just for other people to enjoy. Yeah. But I did not notice that someone was paying attention to those mm -hmm. things and, and they reached out to me like, oh, look, you're putting like really cool stuff out there. Uh, would you like to become an OLC? At the beginning, I thought it was a spam. I'm yeah. like, okay, so yeah, <laughs> it cannot be the snap, the snap this team. This is the actual snap? Yes, yeah. No, I'm like, uh, probably delete this. Yeah. Uh, no, actually it was themselves, yeah. like reaching out. I, I felt like, wow, this is like, great that someone is already noticing that they are actually the ones reaching out and they want me to contribute uh, uh, to this. So that's kind of like how it started. Um, I started putting uh, like very small lenses here and there. And the, the great thing about that is that no one taught me that. I, I just kind of like, like stumbled upon uh, their program, the OLC program. And then when I had like, uh, I started getting momentum, creating a bunch of uh, lenses that some of them kind of like went viral. Um, they reached out to me and say, hey, why don't, why don't you come over and, and meet us in person? We have like a, a community of other people. That's what yeah. actually motivated me a lot more. Yeah. When they said, you're not the only one, there's a there's bunch a of bunch other, of, yeah. there's, there's a there's bunch of like us. minds. Exactly. Very yeah. like minds. And um uh, I was I, I felt like I was part of something. I it made me it gave me that sense of belonging. I yeah. said, This is this is amazing what they're creating. Yeah. And 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 that actually motivated me a lot more. Wow, that's really neat. So the I guess the, the logical follow up to that is um how long you know, how long have you been working with Snap and are they, or, or actually, what's what's a filter? This is actually very, this is actually a logical follow-up question. What's a AR lens yeah. filter that we would know you for? I think you mentioned in the, if I remember correctly, you mentioned um, was it the was it one that was underwater? There was a scuba diver. The yeah, scuba exactly. Diver yeah, the scuba diver. Which one. I'm like, wait, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Like, is that like the scuba diver one? Or they, <laughs> is that one of the ones you're that, really well that's known for? One of the ones I'm I'm well known for. And if you see like the views, there's like millions of views <laughs> on that one and and huh. and reproductions from people i i love that that wow look i i made a difference i made someone happy by just creating something simple but kind of made a difference to someone's life uh that was pretty cool so that was one of the ones that i started with there's been others uh that i've created uh and i've put a lot of work into it yeah. uh, but the ones that you may not think that oh this this one you know is really simple those were the ones that had like a lot more impact mm -hmm. uh i'm more known for creating these uh like realistic looking lenses and mm -hmm. back to your question yeah. some people confuse between filters and lenses yeah so lenses is the, yeah. yeah. the yeah. augmented reality yeah. lens where yeah. you you can actually even interact in your surroundings and bring those things into your surroundings while filters are more like uh for like a picture where more they, 2d more 2d yeah. exactly yeah. and they give you that those effects like yeah. on, on your on your picture and whatnot and um and you're more specializing in in the lens in the lens it's, exactly. it's 3d it's 3d yeah. AR, ar and yeah. the lenses um i uh, what i what i like about the 3d lenses and the lens studio is that the the pieces that i was putting out there at the beginning um i kind of like to I, I i dabble a little bit in photoshop and 3d modeling but then when i was able to realize that 
the things that I was putting out there and the things that I were that I was creating, people could bring them into their reality. Yeah. Uh, 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 of of sort. Yeah. Where they could interact with it and they can appreciate it better, walk around it, almost feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave it gave me then another perspective on the things that I was creating. Wow, this is something that they could consume in a different way and appreciate it in a different way. Yeah. And it just expanded the way that I was creating uh, th- those things. And it, it was just amazing from there. Cool. Um, well, you clearly have a, a love for creating, specifically creating with, with ones and zeros. So kind of let's go back in time. Okay. Let's talk a bit about your childhood. And then when you first started to identify that you were gravitating towards computer science. So talk about childhood. You spent first 17 years of your life in the Dominican Republic. Born and yeah. raised in the Dominican Republic. Didn't know a single word of English when I uh, stepped stepped off the plane uh, at John F. Kennedy when I uh, decided to <laughs> migrate with my family and live in New York. Um, again, what year was that? 1997, okay. 1997, mm-hmm. right off of high school. I yeah. couldn't even go to my prom because I was here. Mm-hmm. It was October, September, October. And I told my dad, oh, I, I wish I could go to uh, my prom. He said, no, you can't go back. We're here for good. Mm-hmm. And then that's when my whole mind uh, shifted and say, I have to adjust to living here in the U.S. Yeah. Um, then when Washington I, Heights, Washington Heights, which is a heavy Dominican, heavy population. Dominican population, yeah. 135th Street. Yeah. Uh, again, um, it, there was a lot of um, I, still right now is where the Dominican popu- uh, population is concentrated. Yeah. Uh it made my my living there in, or my living here in the United States a lot more, much simpler, much smoother, yeah. because you had a lot of like common commonalities with the people who live culture. there, culture yeah. wise, yeah. exactly. Even the language, yeah. I was able to yeah. ease into learning English and because you, you had peers who were learning. And my peers were learning yeah. as well. There exactly. maybe a little. Hey, we've been here a few months. That's right. We pick stuff up, and they're probably encouraging you. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but again, um, my parents said, "Yes, we're here in the U.S." Yes, you don't know English. You should learn English because you're going to continue your education. Do not think because we're here, uh, yeah, we're going to forget about that. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said, wow, okay, so they're, they're really serious about that. Yep. Uh, then when they said, okay, so we ha- uh, at the beginning, when I was in the uh, Dominican Republic, I wanted to become a civil engineer and an architect. Okay. And then they say, no, whatever is in that curriculum is what you have to pick. Yeah. It, they're, you know, uh, beggars can't be choosers. Okay. And I'm like, okay, so... Immediately when I saw, okay, what, what could I relate to? What, what's in here that I could uh, focus on? And uh, actually, Hoso's Community College in the Bronx, that's where I started. And then when I saw computers, I'm like, hmm, Let, let's uh, point out that up until me uh, turning 17, I had not touched the computer. Okay. I did not have access to a computer because we couldn't afford it. You were intrigued by computers. I was intrigued, had, exactly. I was intrigued by it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I hadn't. Yeah. But then yeah. uh, it, it was like a, a magical. Mm-hmm. I, when I when I was, when I saw what I was able to do with code, yeah. what I was able to put, to provide input to a device and get something that back. Feedback. That feedback yeah. was amazing. I'm like, wow, can I, is this what I did? Was I, 
I was it was me who did this. Wow, this is amazing. You see, I even yeah, get goosebumps cool. from there because yeah. it was such a, a, a like an amazing moment. Yeah, for listeners, Roman is currently lighting up, oh. like as if you're reliving that experience. <laughs> yeah, of exactly. Like the compute, like the the what you input into a computer responded to you. Exactly. And created intangible output. Exactly. In, in in digital form. In digital form. And you were infected. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like I said, love at first yeah. sight. Yeah. And ever since I've been hooked on that. And when I when I feel that passion and that energy and that drive from uh, learning uh, computer science and and creating things with it uh, is what I want to transmit to other people. Yeah. And I want them to realize what a magical world this is and, and such so many things that you that could come out of that and you can create with it. That's beautiful. And, and what it's particularly important and it's in a time when and you know, we could talk a little bit about some some early like you know AI modeling you've even mm -hmm. done uh, but when you consider like the age of I mean we live software is already eating the world but but artificial intelligence in particular is and and there's this fear that like oh like the machines are going to take over and then there's you know we had a wonderful um uh, gentleman on the podcast, Wade Roush, used to be the executive editor of Xconomy. He's got a podcast called Soonish, and he talks about how, like, with all technologies, it's all like it, it's all about the human input into that technology. Even with even with regards to AI, um, and kind of how you just put it, Roman is kind of it's a it's a very uh, I think properly optimistic way to look at technology, which is that understand that. Number one, humans have a role. And number two, you could be a human that has a role, which is another thing you said in the pre-podcast mm -hmm. questionnaire. Like you want to communicate to more people, especially more younger younger people, uh, that there's, you know, they don't have to be an expert on day one. Exactly. They can come and learn this these a hard skill and mm -hmm. hone in on it. Mm -hmm. And they too can help dictate what it is that these machines output. Of course. Right? And, and make and, that more accessible. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, like I keep preaching about, uh, you don't have to be like a super genius or like a math genius. Of course, these are good mm -hmm. you know pluses that you could have, but there are so many things in the field of technology that our youth can focus on and thrive in that in that area so what i keep uh, um um suggesting um our, our youth today so you focus on something something that you're passionate about if it's related to technology it would be good uh because uh, it's these, a tech driven labor it's a tech, exactly and <laughs> yeah. and especially uh, now going back to our our communities of uh, minority communities uh mm -hmm. communities of uh, low-income community communities um those will be affected by this technological wave that it, that we are riding right now where there's going to be a lot of ai automation mm -hmm. uh, um, robotics and whatnot our communities are be hugely inf impacted if they don't prepare themselves for that uh up front so the, my, our goal in tech for hood is to actually um give our kids today the options and the tools that they need to thrive in the future mm -hmm. when these things are the norm mm -hmm. um and and this is you know some of the things that we that we've been discussing and and preaching about and and spreading the word on in our uh, uh communities because we want to we want them to have those same opportunities that you know other people in in more affluent communities could have that's great well i want to get a lot more into tech for hood mm -hmm. But walk us through the sort of transition you made from 
young uh, computer science guy in New York to the um, the the father, the husband that you are now in Methuen, Massachusetts. Like, what was that? Um, what were the what happened in your life? What opportunity knocked on your door that took you from New York to Boston? Good. Um, so I used to work back in New York uh, in a desktop publishing company, uh, also localization company, um, where they were closing the offices in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, th- that was the first company that gave me my break into sort of uh, the technology world. Yeah. Um, and then they were they said, OK, we're, we're closing the offices. Uh, here in New York, we have a couple of options. You have to go either to Colorado, uh, to Canada, or Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my wife, where, uh, which at that time was my girlfriend, we were like, okay, uh, where could we go? I mean, where could we, you know, uh, plant roots yeah. and start from there? Sure. We have these options, or we stay here, mm-hmm. uh, where it was really competitive uh, back then. Yep. And my wife said, well, okay, we have some some relatives in, in Massachusetts. And I'm like, that's the place we're going yeah we need to be close to family Uh, at the end of the day these are the people who uh, bring you up they help you they they help you grow and then we say it's a village right it takes it takes a village a five-year-old a a five-year-old so is your wife also dominican also from dominican yeah i mean i knowing from growing up in and lawrence i told you my 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 Mm -hmm. wife's step stepfather was dominican is a strong dominican Mm -hmm. population in the area definitely yeah and some of them were actually your family then all the ones that weren't actually your family quotes they all become your family right but, but so, it yeah. also made sense i yeah. mean right there lawrence yeah. we could have our food you yeah. know uh, uh yeah. relate to the, the culture standpoint food is very important it made, it made total sense yeah. so we said okay let, let's pack our bags and yeah. go to massachusetts that was also the first time i had been to massachusetts okay i fell in love with this yeah. place i felt the connection right away and so many opportunities that would come with je- with us arriving here, mm-hmm. um, and I and I loved it immediately. We immediately uh, settled here. We we bought a house, um, and then I I started again continuing uh, with that company. Uh, then I said, okay, I think I need to, I need like bigger challenges. I need to continue uh, growing as a professional. And then I myself uh, uh, said, okay, I want to continue uh, in the in in the role that I am in in pursuing uh, computer science and and software engineering at a deeper level. So I started also getting more certifications and and learning a lot more. Uh, on my own. I was just gonna ask, like, did you go? Like, how did you? You just seek exactly. that out online. Exactly, yeah. and and, and a lot of lot of knowledge to be gained through the internet too. And and, yeah. and something that I picked yeah. up along the way is like, okay, so I I'm able to find all these resources completely yeah. free. They're out yeah. there, but people don't know about it, and that's kind of like how yeah. I started also. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And so a bit of that kind of, it sounds like two things. One, you're very aspirational. Uh, and two, you're very mindful. So as you've climbed in life, you're very mindfully considered, oh, what in in what I've learned, how can I share that with others? Exactly. So oh, so talk about so talk about Tech for Hood. Okay. And how long it's been around and how you started it and like how that's currently manifested. Great. Yeah. That, that's a great yeah. uh, great segue <laughs> into it. Um, so again, me um, um, moving to Massachusetts, I had a very small like circle of friends. Yep. Some of them Dominican and 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 we are all uh, very close to one another. 
And then in the companies that we that we've worked, we've noticed very little diversity mm -hmm. and lack of representation. Mm -hmm. Uh, to be honest with you, even in the company that I am right now, it was, it's just a few of us who are uh, Hispanics and the cleaning crew. Okay, That's it. And yeah. then we said, wait, we need a lot more representation. We need a lot more diversity. We need... Uh, Especially uh, when the general population... With the general population. Yeah, I mean, they just exactly. came out with the top 25 cities based on diversity mm -hmm. in the state. Methuen was like 14th. I'm pretty sure. Salem, Salem, Mass was top 25. Like there's many cities that are like right around Boston that like they're incredibly <laughs> diverse. Yeah. And then you go into, you know, a, you know, an office and you're in Cube land and it's kind of a whitewash. <laughs> it's exactly... Yeah, so like... You couldn't have put it better. So exactly that's why we was. And then a friend of mine and I were like, okay, so look at the people who are coming in. No one looks like us. Mm -hmm. and, and But there's, we live here and there's a ton of talent, yeah. uh, you know, Hispanic representation that we could bring in. Yeah. You're like, I'm and, driving and, around in this and, and, Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. And, and, but they're not yeah. here. Why yeah. is that? Yeah. And then we started uh, looking out and saying, okay, so why don't we uh, partner with the uh, local community colleges or uh, the high schools in here and then when i saw the population i'm like wait this is really diverse this is the kind of population that we want to you know occupy the the uh the you know the jobs out there and yeah. to fill the workforce with true diversity yeah. from what you see out there yeah um and then that's that's how tech for hood started so mm -hmm. it was to uh, demystify the learning of computer science mm -hmm. yeah. in our in our in our kids and underrepresented communities, yeah. so that they don't feel like okay, no way, I, I'm not, I don't go into that field yeah. because because I'm not a math genius or yeah. I'm not I'm not a super science uh, you know yeah. science guy. Yeah. But so, but once they realized the yeah. potential that it had, how easy it was to access these resources and to learn the mm -hmm. skills, immediately they got like hooked. Right on. into it and they say wow why there wasn't anyone telling me this early on mm -hmm. or why why wasn't I, I told about these opportunities out there that's a good word I like how you said demystify it's like so you break down the wall yeah. first and then two create and then create bridges they create bridges exactly so, so how, how many years ago was it that you started tech for hood it's been uh, it's been running for like two years right nice. now and, and and but let me tell you yeah, something yeah, yeah. i've seen the the reception the acceptance from people out there kind of asking wow look this should have been here a lot longer like a, a while ago why yeah. why no one came up with that yeah. then i know there have been some initiatives yeah. but not at that uh you know very you know penetrating our communities sure. coming from the communities yeah. and and this is something that again has resonated with me so instead of uh, bringing diversity to the technology world we're bringing the technology to the diversity oh yeah. yeah so then we're bringing it to closer to these kids so that they can uh, uh, again see firsthand what they can uh, giving them more options another career choice yeah. uh, we've partnered with the uh, 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 Lawrence Lawrence Public Library that's where we started okay so it is a, yeah it's a public library and a yeah. uh, quick shout out yeah. to Alan, uh, Alan Zapata he's the teen coordinator at Lawrence Public Library and that's where we've started. Great. Kids love us Great. and they see the potential and the, and the things that they could do with like mm -hmm. Lens Studio. Yeah. And now we've expanded and going a little bit beyond and partnered with uh, the North and Essex Community College. Great. And Mecca. we're, and nice. Mecca, yeah. and we're bringing 
our our content yeah. into into the college okay. so that not only we are enhancing their computer science uh, curriculum but bringing the latest and the greatest technologies and, and knowledge to those to those uh, uh, young people who are coming out of college and immediately That's they great. they hit the workforce knowing exactly what they need to learn and what the companies are asking out there. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, actually that happened to me when I came yeah. out from Lehman College. Like, wow, okay, look, okay, so what are they asking for out there? Oh, you don't have those skills. Oh, well, who would have told me that I need to learn that? I learned something else over here. Yeah. You know, and, and that's why, th that's kind of like what we're trying to bridge, you see? Yeah, that feedback loop's huge. There's, exactly. um, there's, a, there's a group um, and there's, there's a person I'll, I'll first connect you with, um, who I had in the podcast early on, uh, her name is Marty Fuller and she's head of external, uh, communications, uh, community relations for Boston public schools, um, Boston plan for excellence and Boston teacher residency. Mm -hmm. And Marty helps, um, facilitate dialogue and connective tissue between, Boston public schools and the private sector mm -hmm. uh, in large part to address what you're talking about, which is what you learned three months ago, maybe outdated very oh, soon. Of course. Like things are moving so quickly. I'm so so like they'll partner with like a Microsoft yeah. and they'll like, they'll bring the teach the teacher residency program brings teachers in this summer. It's like, what's going on Definitely. right now? What's changing right now? What's the latest stuff you need to go and teach those high school students. They'll work with like Wentworth Institute of technology mm -hmm. and um, they'll like, feed them like similarly how you're feeding Neko. And so um, the the point here being, I think there's some like interesting, um, and I know that there's interest in this, but, but sharing these frameworks that work and connecting these frameworks, like, you know, from throughout Boston and Boston adjacent communities, I think overall creates a network effect and some buoyancy to help lift everyone up. Oh, definitely. Right. Definitely. So, um, so let's definitely make sure we do that. I after. would love for that. Yeah. yeah. And so let's, so, so talk a bit about the, the program right now. So it's interesting cause you know, I was talking to my wife about how I was excited to sit down, sit down with you and she kind of lit up. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, he's, 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 um, you know, wonderful, like Dominican American, like mm -hmm. just like your stepdad, like, and, <laughs> and, 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 and I was like bringing her down, like, and she kind of like went down memory lane and she was just like, oh, you know, it's really, really cool. And her, her stepdad's name was Raphael, call him Raffi. She's like, mm -hmm. oh, like my mom and Raffi would take us down to uh, Lawrence Public Library when, so she, it was her and her sister, um, and their little brother and they would go down and they, she's like the only time I ever interacted with a computer was I'd go to Lawrence public library and I, I, we, they drop us off for an hour and we'd like interact with a computer. And it was like when she started to understand like this other world that she might be able to, um, you know, seek employment in or like learn Definitely. skills in and whatnot. Um, so I very much uh, on, a, on a personal level, um, understand and i and i've been to, i've been to lawrence public library in that in that area in the center of yeah, the center town know, yeah. it's very much like the epicenter of the community there so um there's program there's lots of programs that run through um that that library mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so how is it that how often is tech for hood sort of set up at the library and and the kids do kids sign up do you show up do you like like what's sort of the framework and how many you know you don't have to get, we don't have to get super into the details, but I'm just curious, like what's the type of impact that relative impact and setup of it right now? Like, is it the sort of thing that 
as you, and back to my point about mm -hmm. Marty Fuller and BPS, <laughs> what I'm getting at is I want to understand the framework Yeah. because I would love to, sh you know, as I know you do, we were talking a bit before we went live, share the framework and, and extend the framework into other communities. Well, yeah, of course. Right. Definitely. So how, so, so how's that right now? Like how, like what's. What's the next month look like? I, I can, I can tell like? you a yeah. little bit, of course. So we've started with a couple of like pilots. Uh, so we started first doing it every Thursday, the last Thursday of every month. Okay. Last Thursday of every month, we would uh, advertise it via meetup. So we kind of open it up to the okay. whole world. Okay. Uh, initially, we were getting people already in the industry, like okay. already seasoned developers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would bring these people just so that at least they would know what we're about. Sure. But of course, we would welcome uh, the youngsters and, yeah. and, and people with no experience, uh, kids in the community. We wanted to do it that way so that we could continue spreading the word. We could get more developers more people who, who could sign up and help us uh, in our efforts. Then now we're making it a little bit more uh, targeted mm -hmm. to the kids in the community by doing it this way with, uh, through uh, with collaboration with the team coordinator in the Lawrence Public Library. Yeah. So they bring the kids into the library. And mostly teenagers. Mostly teenagers. It's the teen coordinator. Exactly. Yeah. The teen, yeah. uh, mostly teenagers. Yeah. They sign up. Uh, through the uh, Lawrence Public Library, they yeah. they set up like an event and sure. they and they broadcast it through their channels. Got it. Uh, and then the kids come to the library. We uh, and who's the we on your end? We you know? okay. That's yeah. another thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, it's not just me. Yeah. It's, a, it's a group of other as uh, you met some of those professionals. Might, someone might have been like, "Hey, I'll donate right. some time." Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want. I want to yeah. be part of this. Yeah. I also want to yeah. have some it time that I can devote. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we want to continue doing. So it's a group of a group of friends of mine. Also, also engineers. Uh, it's like four of us right now, but we want to continue Great. growing that. Uh, and then we come to the library, we get together with the team coordinator, we set up the, the lab in there, we install the required software, yeah. and then we run it for like a like one, two hours. Mm -hmm. And then we do very hands-on um, um, activities with the kids so that mm -hmm. they immediately come out with something tangible out of that session. So instead of being just like, okay, uh, it's just a, a talk where I'll just stand over there and talk, uh, okay, that doesn't work. If immediately they uh, get the experience hands-on and they can leave with something tangible that they could even show it to other people, they will feel more mo motivated and connected to it. So we started that way. We're also now opening it up, uh, like I said, bringing it to other uh, local institutions, uh, educational institutions, mm -hmm. and bringing it there as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, we set up like a day that works for us. Yeah. Uh, of course, we you know yeah. we still hold uh, full-time jobs, but we try to uh, uh, find a time that actually works for, for us. And, and for both of us and also follow up on those kids. We either set up like a Slack channel or oh, even through the yeah. uh, through the same uh, uh, Lawrence Public Library and the team coordinator, we kind of reach out to these kids, bring more people. Another thing that we've done is involve the uh, the neighbor, uh, like neighbor communities mm -hmm. and and uh, neighbor associations to also engage the parents. Yeah. So that they know what it's That's good for available. their kids and yeah. they could also, uh, you know, either come and see how legit we are and that we are, uh, we want to have that partnership with them so that they can help us, uh, uh motivate the kids. But That's basically great. that's kind of like how we've started and we want to continue expanding on that. But to yeah. uh, back to the point of, uh, engaging the public schools and whatnot, we yeah. also, uh, have noticed that, uh, again, um, um, 
all, all the teachers out there who already have a lot of the burden in teaching our, our kids. Yeah. Uh, some of these programs are trying to impose that in the teacher so that they have to teach that to the students. Like, yeah. oh, now a teacher has to, yeah. uh, you know, learn computer science so that they can teach that to the kids. That's also kind of like what we want to do. We want to remove that burden from the teachers and we want to step in and collaborate with and them help compliment. and help complement that exactly right and yeah. then it, so that i that's what i've noticed that maybe cool. that's the reason why yeah. uh, uh, some of the current programs that are out there in teaching our kids computer science haven't taken off is because again that's a lot of the burden that's a lot of burden to put more on the teachers right now interesting yeah i imagine like there's probably a, a framework i mean you have four of you right now but as you even could scale things like just having your own little certification process to add to that four becomes eight exactly. becomes 16 people and mm -hmm. you partner with some neighboring schools and then and then there's enough for you to like go into the classroom and like take basically take on that role exactly take the burden off to, that's really interesting and then the the the, the elements where you're kind of creating a channel to communicate to parents is helpful too. Like I have another interesting person maybe to connect with. He's a, he's a friend of mine who's, um, who I had in the podcast. He's an amazing artist. Um, his name's Marcus Sebastiano and he's in the, um, he's in downtown, he's in Lawrence in the old, um, Mills, the mills? He's in the okay. studio there mm -hmm. and he does this program for kids and, and he doesn't his he was saying he's like yeah he's like, it's tough to get enough kids to sign up he'll get like in the in the course of a few months he'll maybe have seven kids sign up and that's doing, a lot and that is and a lot and yes. yeah and, and he'll have and his program is it's arts it's like because it's you know maybe the arts is a little underinvested in and it's an underinvested in a lot of communities but it's certainly underinvested in lawrence mm -hmm. and you can come in and and to make it tangible like to your point about how it's like tied to snap. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look, tied, I have this thing. It's tied to a, a skateboard. They, so they like oh, design and they like create course. paint and like they go into a studio and they like paint and create a sta yeah. uh, skateboard and it's really cool. But yeah, he's saying like one of the, one of the, um, so anyway, like that's completely, you know, you got, you got an arts initiative here. We got tech for hood, a, uh, computer science initiative. Mm -hmm. You can see where I'm going here. It's of like, course. you take these like adjacent initiatives with go. these different lanes and kind of collectively communicate the offerings that yes, exist. It's these just, are the choices. It's, it's just really, it's, just, it's really cool. And, and, and I think in general, I think that, that these are, um, they, they seem to me, and, and maybe programs like this existed when I was growing up, but I don't know. I I'm keep saying sure. the maybe, same thing. Yeah. Why wasn't there some, I <laughs> yeah. could have been at NASA yeah. right yeah, now yeah, yeah. or something. <laughs> Who knows? And for all we know, they were there, but they weren't being, so like, it's like half the, so that's why, val, you know, it's valuable to spend this, this time together. Okay, so like back to the like tech for hood, mm -hmm. and 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 a pretty cool and critical component of that is um, the lens studio, Snapchat yes. lens studio. Mm -hmm. Is it that when when young people participate, are you like showing them how to create like a three D AR lens, and are there like are there like is that something they walk away with, and and are there any other do those get out into into the Snapchat app, and then they're like telling their friends, like, cool. "Yeah, I got, yeah. I have." There's an AR that's filter exactly, I played a role in. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Is that uh, bragging rights that yeah. they get after yeah. Yeah. Uh, having a session with yeah. us? The cool thing is that even with a single session, and that is one of the, the yeah. beauties of of Lens Studio and Snapchat, that when you create one of these lenses, yeah. you publish it in a minute yeah. is out there in the world. Yeah. So you can immediately say, look, you feel that. I, I, yeah, look, yeah. I created that. Yeah. 
I can go viral in a few minutes or whatever. But yeah. this is the, the things that they can create mm -hmm. in one single session. Mm -hmm. That's how simple it is. Like, I, I don't even finish telling them what they need to do, that they immediately pick it up and they go off on their own. Like, wow, I can create this. Yeah. Oh, look, I can actually create something that I can place it in my surroundings. And and look, let me let me do this so I can show it to my mom what I was doing. By the time I get home, I'll just show, oh, look what I did. This is something cool that I created. And when they immediately have something that they can show for, it, they, they feel that connection. They feel that uh, achievement, that accomplishment. And this is what actually sparks their imagination in planting that tiny seed of the things that they can accomplish beyond just, oh, Snapchat or mm -hmm. a single lens. When they get exposed to coding, yeah. 3D modeling, graphic design, you see all the options that with one single tool I've already uh, uh, like laid out for them. They could go into any one of these uh, uh, currents and 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 pursue it. Mm -hmm. So they could go through coding or graphic design or a 3D modeling or this or that. It, it's it's a tool that encompasses so much, nice. and that is the reason why you know I can't thank enough uh, for having you know such a tool that. That encompasses so many things and that allows me to uh, fulfill that promise where we say we want to teach our kids and we want to uh, emphasize the the you know the beauty of 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 technology through a tool like that yeah. it's amazing that's great what's the two two maybe in five year like roadmap plan so like two year like realistically more immediate term like what are you looking to have like what are your key barometers for like just you seem like someone's always mindful of like all right i gotta challenge myself i gotta grow so like exactly. what's what's like nearer term like growth and improvement for tech for hood and aspirationally even more so than what you would want to accomplish the next two years like where do you want to see things in the next five years uh we have uh we, we, we want to do so many things, but we definitely want to take, again, one thing at a time. Uh, right now, what we want to do is continue expanding, uh, getting more people uh, to join us, uh, like the, the same way that we've done it. Another thing that I would love to see doing is the same kids that are benefiting from this program and from this initiative to be part off tech for hood mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. kind of like uh like them giving right. back yeah or like, paying yeah. it forward oh yeah. i i yeah. learned this why because other kids would also feel identified and and they will see themselves in that position and say oh i want to do that same thing too uh but eventually we would love to uh and, and this is like a grandiose uh, uh, plan also that also with my colleagues and i we, we we've thought of is kind of like create a, a, a mini Silicon Valley in yeah. Lawrence, but oh, yeah. but in the sense of uh, creating like more uh, uh, maybe set up shop more there, of an ecosystem. more of an ecosystem, yeah. so that we can actually uh, uh, lift up Lawrence, bring uh, yeah. a, a lot of these uh, initiatives. Yeah. And even companies might even feel uh, in uh, like. Um, Are you listening? We work. Yeah, exactly. Like we work motivated to invest. Set it up in Lawrence. It's There's a lot, of, a lot of big open mill space. A lot of open mill space. Nice real estate. Exactly. <laughs> you hit all the points. Yeah, That's exactly go. what I was going to say. <laughs> so companies could come and invest sure. because we're actually investing in the community. Tons of talent. Training. Tons of hardworking people in Merrimack Valley. And right you will there, see right along that Merrimack River. That right along the Merrimack <laughs> River, you will see a lot of tech talent. Yeah. 
yeah. coming out of there. You don't want them to leave Lawrence. Yeah. You want them to stay in Lawrence. Yeah. And that's exactly uh, what we want to accomplish pretty much. I think that's beautiful. Uh, and th it's, it's really a matter of finding and, you know, identifying the right folks that align with, with the goals of tapping youth and, and, and getting the most out of like the talented, hardworking, uh, labor force of that course. we have in Massachusetts. And that, you know, much, there are many more people outside of Boston than there are in Boston. <laughs> um, and that's been, you know, the theme of the podcast, like all the way back to, you know, we were chatting a little bit before we went live. Like I had chatted with Brendan Ryan, who's the executive director of, of hub week. And, and, there, and you could start to see it a little bit more, but like hub week's so been focused on, it's like the South by Southwest event for Boston every year change, you know, just continue to improve the perception of Boston internationally. Many people from all over the world come into Boston for hub week, but it's also important and hub week's done a good job of this of, uh, and can always continue to do a better job of this, of connecting to the suburbs. Right. And they, you know, they, I noticed recently they're doing some cool things in Lowell. There's a lot of, you know, cause I think, you know, another Merrimack Valley, you know, another, another area that continues to go through change and, and progress. But, um, the more that it aren't, they, there aren't just these flash in the pan events. Um, and there aren't like these, uh, and what flash in the pan event being like hub week happens in the fall and we try to connect everybody and then in sort of fades a little bit and it's like, okay, like a lot of the jobs are and, and a lot of, you know, the, the ecosystem still concentrates around Boston. It's really, there seems like there's a real opportunity to create and, and build community and ecosystem. Definitely. In, uh, in, in, in suburban urban centers. Yes. Like a Lawrence. Um, I've, you know, talked a bit, talked to the mayor of Salem, Mass mm -hmm. on the podcast and they're starting to do a good job right now. They have, um, I think it's, it's called work bar. There's like their first co-working space downtown, but a lot of it comes down to like physics, physical brick and mortar space brick and mortar, exactly. that is shows up. And then, but in, in the, the brand of that space is it's, it's maybe it's a co-working space and maybe it's, you know, there's, there's a bunch of the, youth initiatives, Marcus's art initiative, your tech for hood initiative, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all have a presence. Yes. Their logos were on the windows, yeah, uh -huh. right? And it's like youth can come in and sign up for these programs. Adults that work in computer science that live in Lawrence can go and co cohabitate, yes, co-work yes. with like minds. I think it's a huge opportunity. Um, <laughs> I have a buddy who's in, uh, he just switched his role, but he was, he was, I had a role at Fidelity where he was um, helping, you know, he was advised, he was basically consultative on brick and mortar mm -hmm. and helping Fidelity more um, transform its brick and mortar business to be more reflective of like the digital age, mm -hmm. um, which I selfishly took as cool. Can you tell them to open Fidelity co working spaces and like, underserved communities yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> like it's great branding for fidelity but like also like can't you guys write a check for a space and just like like let like the local community like manifest in, in a space and, and let tech and innovation sort of um and community driven programs like live there just seems like a nice opportunity so these are all the the things i'm kind of playing back to you like yeah. some of the um you've you know you very much um 
before we even talked, um, kind of checked all the boxes of the type of person that I want to be aligned with. And, and as, as hopefully some of these initiatives, initiatives take shape, but yeah, just for what it's worth, um, I just kind of wanted to share some of that with you because I could definitely, definitely see, yeah. I could definitely see the value in, um, you know, five years from now, tech for hood, it manifests at Lawrence public library and at, Neco, you know, Northern Essex Community College, mm-hmm. Methuen High School, yes, uh, yes, Lowell High School, but also is a critical founding partner of some sort of like incubation Ex- co-working oh, community yeah, space. That's exactly. Like, yeah. That's my that's that's my meta. Like, no, 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 dude, that's exactly what we want to do. Exactly. That, that, that'd be really cool. So, like, what we'll amazing. do is we'll take this podcast. <laughs> we'll send it to like we'll get sent it to the mayor of oh, Lawrence. Let's do it. Let's all do it. we'll send it to all the mayors, like chambers of commerce. Maybe we'll like send it to send it to you know send it to my buddy at WeWork. Hey, let's do uh, it. Send it to my buddy at Fidelity. And just pass it around. And say, hey guys, listen. Got a lot, and that's the thing. Like I, what I gather from you and the partners you have is there's a, there's a lot of um, willingness to to pay it forward and 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 definitely. work hard to to make these things work. So we, we definitely yeah. want our kids uh, to have the same opportunities that we that we had. Uh, and who would have thought that? You know, uh, someone would put the spotlight on, on Lawrence or bring these kind of initiatives there, bringing artificial intelligence and machine learning to the center of Lawrence. Yeah. This is the kind of things that we want to do. Yeah. And and our kids will be benefited in, in such a huge way. And and if anybody out there also has those same feelings and, and share those values like the way we do. Uh, if you want to contribute, it would be great. Yeah. Uh, again, we're not asking for like, uh, we're only right now, we only looking for people who have the same passion as us and want to help us uh, uh, push this forward. But eventually, again, this is uh, a community's effort. It's, it's not just three people. It's not four people. It's everyone's effort. So yeah. I definitely... Uh, uh, definitely make the call to people out there. Yeah, that's Roman's sweet way of saying like, we're not even asking for anyone's money. Like, if you, if this <laughs> resonates with you and you want to, and, and you want to just participate, like hit us up. So, what, what what's a good way to get in touch with you? So again, we we we're on Twitter. Yeah. You can reach out. or you can follow us. Yeah. That would be great. Uh, Tech for Hood, you know, on Twitter. We have our website, uh, techforhood.org. We are in Meetup, Meetup.com. You can find us under Tech for Hood, All Things Programming. Um, and yeah, we're we're out there just trying to reach out to people and and helping everyone. Cool. What what types of technology moving forward five years from now? I mean, so five year old son or daughter? I have a five year old five year old son. Five year old son. His so. name is Ernesto. Ernesto. Yes. So when Ernesto is <laughs> yeah. thirteen years from now, he's oh, yeah. eighteen. What do you like? What are your predictions for the types of technologies in this tech driven? global labor market we live in and only more will live in when Ernesto's 18 and my Mila 16 <laughs> years from now is 18. Um, what are your sort of like, what, what new technologies are you most interested in? Which ones do you think will most, um, you know, have permeated society and, and be, you know, where a lot of the, 
the jobs and opportunity will be. Again, like I mentioned earlier, uh, there's a, again, a huge push for artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, you know, like augmented reality, virtual reality. Those are the kind of things that we're seeing right now that are actually uh, permeating into today's industry and should be like a norm uh, in a couple of years down the road. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so many things that our kids can focus on that I would say, you know, just focus on something that you're passionate about yeah. and, 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 and continue there. But we also want to empower them in the things things that are going to be uh, leading um, in the future. So those are the things that I would recommend focusing on right now. Uh, and we have all those resources right now that we can help our kids uh, with the right tools and the right uh, tutorials and knowledge and resources that they can start playing right now. Yeah. Uh, and Ernesto, I, I already yeah. even put, put him to do like some little coding. Yeah. And he's like, oh, dad, look, I completed this coding. And I'm like, yeah, good for you. You think you're playing, but you're actually coding. Yeah. He does like these like a puzzle things that he has to find like does like an algorithm where you're actually moving a little character okay. again he thinks it's playing yeah. but i'm actually uh, instilling that that you know unconsciously in him what kind of um so the program that you have your son Ernesto using is that like a program that basically it gamifies learning code gamifies 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 yeah. the what's, learning what's it called uh, one is uh, it's um, it's I could give you the names but it's like very yeah. uh, I need this for Mila in the next couple of years that, I'm gonna you're, you're gonna help me out <laughs> definitely I'm, I'm, I'm hey, re reach out to me exactly yeah. but definitely all those yeah. uh, that are they look like puzzles yeah uh, actually code.org mm -hmm. and and an hour of code they do have those that you can play and you can create your own algorithms you can create your own characters how to move and yeah. stuff so uh, code.org actually is a very good resource where they have like these games and they gamify the the yeah. learning experience especially in computer science nice. for kids all ages so yeah. that's that's a good resource oh, i'm glad i'm glad you brought that up like another that uh, one other question um that that reminds me of is just other organizations that you've come across maybe in Lawrence, Methuen, that are do it like like-minded, any other like minds you've you've met or, or initiatives or you know, you mentioned code.org, something people should check out. Yes. You can get some like, you know, the acts or just or even just organizations or initiatives around coding that people can gain like access to, you know, it's like free. Knowledge is free in so many areas. It's just kinda pointing people in the right direction. So again, oh, most of these resources are actually online. Mm -hmm. I could definitely uh, I could definitely share with a lot of people a lot of these resources that they can go out there and immediately hit the ground running. They can start from zero to hero mm -hmm. in learning uh, even basic basic skills like oh creating a web page or creating a little program, yeah. learning how to code, uh, building your own website, your own mobile application, yeah. stuff like that that will plant the seed and start you up in the in the yeah. industry. It ease you into it. Yeah. And I'm glad to provide those resources for people out there. Great. I just had another idea. Go ahead. Uh, so in the same way that you're doing stuff with Snap, uh -huh. and it's now like a case study for you, like Tech for Hood, Tech for Hood's a platform. Yeah. Right? And Snap, like Lens Studio, is a critical partner of the, of, of executing against that platform and, and showing um children like how they can work in zeros and ones and like create these tangible outputs and like you just mentioned website like you could take that case study and the work that tech Freud's doing with snap and show it to wix.com 
and say like, hey, like very similarly, like you should be a partner here because of the, of the many offerings that as Tech for Hood expands its offerings, like, you know, showing kids how they can, you know, create a website or maybe it's WordPress. Yeah. I don't know. But it's like, my totally you know I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like just there's the, like, I think it's really neat. And, and, and I, you know, one of the other, um, aspirational goals and that, that I, um, I'm sure I share with you like, like over mm-hmm. the next few years for tech for hood is, is just, you know, actually create like identifying and, um, creating more partnerships with the snaps of the world. And, and yeah. another one that I wanted to mention, uh, was actually, uh, a little bit also, uh, out there, but I wanted to express it. So the kids in our community, they could learn through us, yeah. like le- learn proper skills, like in the technology. And now identify problems in the community that could be solved through technology. Oh, cool. I'll throw you an example. Okay. Something simple. Okay. For example, uh, how, uh, let's say the transportation system in Lawrence. Yeah. You know, we have buses and taxes and whatnot. But how about if we teach kids, for example, uh, IoT, Internet of Things, yeah. how to teach them a programming so that they could build a system that you can track uh, the bosses, okay. uh, let's say in yeah. Lawrence, yeah. Uh, because let's say you wanna you wanna be able to see where where your bus is arriving and yeah. stuff like that. I know that we have I know another schedule community. is, but yeah, the bus exactly. is never on schedule. Exactly. I, I know that this platform has yeah. already been created out yeah. there. But how about yeah. problems like this or yeah. or, sol- or things that you can find solutions to created by the same people That's who are experiencing it yeah. and, and who, who who live it? Bring to the day. table a problem. Let's actually create a solution to something you've identified. Exactly. Young and now Young yeah, and yeah. that's then you get involved. You get the institutions, the local institutions in the community involved in that, yeah. so that they could help uh, contribute. Whether uh, you know providing the the necessary resources and information, so that they can go and tackle those things. But the same people that are in the community uh, solve the same problems mm-hmm. in the community. So that's, that's again another thing that we're thinking of yeah. and we're planning on maybe yeah. pitching it to to our, our 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 leaders in the community. I love it. You're you're a Methuen resident. Yes. So Ernesto will go to Methuen High School someday? Uh, I I would hope so. Uh, he, yeah. he could leverage again the uh, all yeah. the greatness that yeah. our public system uh, public educational system has, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good I mean, you know, they they don't call it Taxachusetts for nothing. Lots of taxes, but <laughs> it's not right. a, but it works out when you're raising kids. Very, because it's a really good education. I went to Bethune High, and and it helped get me a solid scholarship grant to, mm-hmm. to BU. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I definitely. But I asked, but I'm curious, are you if you're doing anything yet with Methuen? And as you start specifically doing things with Methuen, um, I, I, I'm, <laughs> in, I'm in for I'm literally yeah. in for all of it. But uh, I, I I need an excuse to go back to my old high school. <laughs> so, I, but I, are you anything? going on with Methuen Public Schools right I'm now? I'm reaching out to yeah. them. I've actually cool. even talked to the... We can share this podcast. Uh, great. With so uh, I, I've already uh, reached out to the superintendent and some of the uh, yeah. the educational leaders in, in Methuen High School. I want to continue uh, uh, bridging the gap and, and making sure that we establish those connections. Uh, so and maybe through this podcast, if they could yeah. uh, hear that and and and, and yeah. also we can establish that, that yeah. those connections, that'll be great. Cool. Do you know the superintendent is these days off the top of your head i i can't remember right now i have like all those emails that i've been uh, sent uh, and i even even going personally dr littlefield but i think he's retired no it's not it's not that my 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 brother taught back at methuen high quite a bit and my brother and i are like captain a lot of sports teams and Mm -hmm. we're very close with faculty um 
and so uh, I look for I, I look forward to I, I I'm overdue to recreate connective tissue there. So let's let's align on that. Definitely, that, that'd be cool. Uh, last question I usually ask, which is thoroughly really been answered at this point, which is like, <laughs> what do you want to change about the world? And with you, like it was a rhetorical question because it's like I I know like, <laughs> access access to, but you want to just kind of like put a finer point on why of like of all the things for you, um, it's like access to opportunity. And in particular, technology opportunity is is of monumental significance in this day and age. I again, I think it's it's critical because technology is driving almost every aspect of society. You see how even uh, social media is influencing how people are interacting with one another. How there there have been advances in in healthcare. Where I'm, uh, this is the industry that I am right now. So you see technology permeating in every one of these industries. Whether you're in sales, healthcare, uh, social media, uh, um, and, and business, everywhere. Technology is uh, a central key point and, uh, and an asset for each one of these industries. So that's that's why I've, I found those commonalities across all those industries. And yeah. I say, wait, technology drives almost all those things. Yeah. Our, our, our current youth could focus on any one of these fields and they will be impacted by technology. Mm -hmm. If they are uh, technology literate yeah. and they know the lingo and they know the yeah. uh, their way around it, they will have a better future and a, and a better way on conducting themselves out there. Uh, so that's why I want to do it from now, from today, from uh, this point, uh, this day and age and continue moving forward so that our kids grow grow up with that being natural to them. It's, um, so that's one of the, yeah. the main reason why. Yeah. I mean, it makes, it makes so much sense. My, um, you know, my wife has a cousin who's in her late twenties and, and I've, she has a wonderful group of friends all in their mid to late twenties. And they, every single one of them has a job in tech. Many of them are like salespeople at tech in tech, you know, there you, you go. know the saying goes software is eating the world. Mm -hmm. True. Like, it, but it, many of these young people that I've met just in that peer group, they're all like, they, they talk to talk, they, you know, they know the lingo, as you said, yep. they're not coders, exactly. but they know how to talk the talk and express the value there you of, go. of tech, of software, et cetera. Exactly. And, and it's like, it's sometimes it's nice to kind of break things down, like to the basic, you know, mm -hmm. basic principles, like very simply put technology that the root everything, like it, what listeners couldn't see is you kind of like, you put your fingers together in your hand you're like, like technology is a root. And across that route horizontally in every industry, it touches it and all the disciplines and types of jobs within all those industries, tech's going to touch it. So, Definitely. you know, just taking a tech first approach to and, 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 and a practical approach to kind of exposing young people um, to technology in and in, in especially underserved community like Lawrence, it's beautiful. I am grateful to, that you <laughs> traveled to East Boston today and you're hanging out with me. Oh yeah, really yeah. Looking, it's, it's been a, it's been a treat. So I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much. No, Roman, it's been a pleasure and um, I'm looking forward to the the years to come and 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 kind of this just being but the beginning of our our collaboration together. So I hey, hope so too. Thank so you hey, for the time. Hey, thank you again right. for the opportunity. Right on. Thanks Roman. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers Boston.